Hello everyone and welcome to a new gossip program. Today it's Lucas and I'm with Xenia. And today we will speak about GK Rowling. So very interesting topic for me and I wish for you too, Xenia. <laughs> of course, because it's, I guess, for all of us is the, the most, I don't know, favorite book. <laughs> yeah. And so today we will discuss about the fact that J.K. Rowling is a living legend or more a homophobic imposter. So before continuing, mm -hmm. I will explain maybe a bit why this title. So living legend, well... As It's we, obvious. Yeah. She's very famous today. She has done a lot of good things, if we can say that. So we will speak more about this. Mm -hmm. And then homophobic imposter, because homophobic, she had been criticized a lot for her comments about uh, homophobic tweets and transphobic also. Mm -hmm. And imposter, because we will see, but uh, there are some books, and in particularly one, that have a lot of similarities with the first book of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. And so we can ask ourselves, maybe she copied some things about this book. So is it true or not? Okay, let's gossip. <laughs> So first things first, could you tell us about this uh, about this issue with homophobia? Because I heard something about her tweets, but I honestly didn't follow this. And so I have no idea why and how people um, blamed her. Okay, so although J.K. Rowling is often presenting, like we will see later, as a very good, if you can say that, woman, she also had some moments where she was very criticized for what she said or for what she supported. In fact, she was accused of homophobic tweets and then a few months later of transphobic comments, even if she later on decided to explain what she meant by her tweets. So for her transphobic comments, it was in June 2020, so previous year. Mm -hmm. And the writer took issue with the wording of a headline for an opinion article, which read, Opinion, creating a more equal post-COVID-19 world for people who menstruate. The article was written for DevEx, which is a media platform for the global development community, according to its website. And Rowling tweeted in response in answer to this, People who menstruate, I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Wombun, wimbund, womad. So Twitter users swiftly criticized the tweet for appearing to define a woman as a person who has a menstrual period and equivocating one's sex or sex organs with their gender identity. Mm -hmm. Her followers pointed out that many people who identify as women, such as transgender women, and women who have gone through menopause may not get their periods, while some people who do not identify as women may still menstruate, mm -hmm. such as transgender men, and some who identify as non-binary. Mm -hmm. And for example, in answer to this, some user tweeted, I know you know this because you have been told over and over and over again, but transgender men can menstruate non-binary people menstruate, I, a 37-year-old woman with a uterus, have not menstruated in a decade. Women are not defined by their periods. Mm -hmm. Another answer was, what happens when women enter menopause? What about women who had hysterectomies, who doesn't menstruate because of hormonal issues? 
Are there not women? Uh, nothing you say stop trans women from being women. And so after that, Rowling posted an additional series of tweets trying to defend and explain her earlier viral statement. So she said, I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. The idea that women like me, who've been empathetic to trans people for decades, feeling kinship because they are vulnerable in the same way as women to male violence, hate trans people because they think sex is real and has lived consequences, is a nonsense. (laughs) However, her additional post only added to the controversy as many took issue with her framing of trans and non-binary inclusive language as erasing the concept of sex. Oh my God, it's so difficult to to say anything (laughs) on social media because every word could be like used against you. Yeah, today I think that's the problem when you're famous. Everything that you say can be... I mean, at the beginning you can say something just because you thought about it just like that in the moment. Without any... Uh, any concept behind it yeah. just folds and it's really difficult. You can offend everyone, everyone, really. It's impossible to speak nowadays. But I don't know, people actually decide to be offended or not to be. So I, I, I cannot blame people as Rowling, for example, for her tweets because yeah. it wasn't as she really wanted to offend somebody. Yeah, he, it was her opinion in the moment, and it can be understandable. But on the other way, I can also understand uh, the people who afterwards take this tweet, her tweet very seriously mm-hmm. and who were offended. But also the truth that before that, in 2019... She also faced backlash after tweeting support for a researcher who has who has a history of making transphobic comments online. And Rowling tweeted her support for so Maya Forstater, who lost a, a court case against her former employer. So the Center for Global Development and Inequality Think Tank decided not to renew Forstater's contract after she used discriminatory language against transgender people on social media, specifically transgender women. And so, in answer to this, Rowling tweeted, Dress however you please, call yourself whatever you like, sleep with any consenting adult who'll have you, live your best life in peace and security, but force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real, and then hashtag I stand with Maya and hashtag this is not a drill. So after that, in a statement, Anthony Ramos, so Glad's head of talent, said Rowling has now aligned herself with an anti-science ideology that denies the basic humanity of people who are transgender. And trans men, trans women and non-binary people are not afraid and to imply otherwise puts trans people at risk. Now is the time for allies who knows and support trans people to speak up and support their fundamental right to be treated equally and fairly, he said. Mm-hmm. So this is going very far at the end just for some tweets. 
And she said in July 2021, so just a few weeks ago, she claimed that she was still receiving backlash and even death threats from oh her comments. So what did J.K. Rowling publish about speaking on sex and gender issues? So she have a website, which is called uh, jkrowling.com. And in this, she published a lengthy statement to her website after she received a flurry of backlash from her trans opinions. And she claimed she had a multiple of reasons for her concern about the new trans activism. Among them, she claimed to be worried about the effect the trans rights movement is having on educating and safeguarding children. She said she was interested in freedom of speech and concerned about the huge explosion in young women wishing to transition and also about the increasing numbers who seem to be detransitioning, so returning to their original sex. Mm -hmm. She said also, I know transition will be a solution for some gender dysphoric people, although I'm also aware through extensive research that studies have consistently shown that between 60 and 90% of gender dysphoric teens will grow out of their dysphoria. So in one of her final reasons challenging the new wave of, of trans activism, she said she wants trans women to be safe, but also doesn't want to make natal girls and women less safe. When you throw open the doors of bathrooms and changing rooms to any man who believes or feels he's a woman, and as I've said, gender confirmation certificates may now be granted without any need for surgery or hormones, then you open the door to any and all men who wish to come inside. That is the simple truth, she wrote. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. That's <laughs> I don't know, I even don't have, I guess, the opinion because it's a really complicated question and I'm not an expert in this topic, to be honest, but I, I still can't, okay... That's, again, back to freedom of speech. Yes. I don't think she really offended somebody. Maybe because only she is uh, a celebrity, so... And she has a big and huge influence. So, for these reasons, people are so, you know, like, took it so, I don't know, sensitively. But, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, everything that you said can offend some people. Mm-hmm. It's just that these days, this type of uh, comments are more and more in the news or in the actuality. So we we speak more and more about this. Mm-hmm. So when a personality like her speak about this, a lot of people react. But for me, yeah, also she just expressed what she thinks. And also freedom of speech, she have the right to think what she thinks. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, nobody's perfect. Even if somebody can... I don't know, have this type of ideas. So we cannot agree about this, but it's not a reason for her to receive a lot, thousands it's, of Yeah, death. it's not a reason for bullying. Yeah, really. more than bullying and death threats and rape threats. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so to conclude with this, what can we say? Anyway, the way Rowling is thinking is her own, like everyone, and influenced probably by her family or around her. Mm-hmm. And she previously said that she ha- she grown up with her mother with the idea of a woman well implemented. So for me, it's not just because she's famous and described like a very kind woman that she doesn't have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. But 
it doesn't change the fact, like I said, that we cannot agree with what she's saying. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, death and rape threats are never the right way to inform her or maybe try to make her understand the other arguments about these subjects. Yeah, that's not uh, the way of discussion, I'm sure. And yeah, because this is not really a discussion. It's just people who yeah, are against Yeah, that's not discussion. Her, yeah. That's true, way. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, to continue... Uh, I have not followed these scandals, to be honest, in Twitter about her tweets. Uh, and it's not mostly not about homophobia, right? It's more just about, like, I don't know, phobia of trans people, no? Yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah, <laughs> it's not even not phobia. I don't know how to call it correctly, because <laughs> even I, you know, now am afraid of <laughs> yeah, telling something yeah, wrong true. because I'm not an expert and I don't, maybe I also can not use uh, properly like some terms because I just don't know how to use some words. But anyway, this accusation sounds strange to me for one reason, because uh, at first I heard about her homophobia and uh, I thought It's really strange because Rowling declared like many years ago that Albus Dumbledore was gay and she actually made headlines in October 2007, uh, just a few weeks after the series final book was published by revealing that the wizard has had uh, as a teenager fallen in love with his friend Grindelwald. So... It's really strange for, you know, homophobe person to make one of the best character gay. In my mind, it's, I don't know, there is no connection. There is no logic. Yeah, I agree. But again, like we said, it's also how we use the words. Because pe people, some people and the uh, newspaper also are saying that she used uh, transphobic and homophobic uh, comments. Mm -hmm. But at the end, from what also she explains later, she doesn't think that she's homophobic or transphobic. Mm -hmm. uh, it just that she had different opinions on the subject, but uh, she said that she's not against them. Yeah, 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 true. I mean, how people, why, how and why people fought this way? I mean, why they blamed her in homophobia, for example? That's strange. But anyway, yeah, uh, despite all this accusations for most of us, Rowling is the person who gave us the best book of our childhood. And uh, actually, did you know that Rowling has lost her billionaire status because of being too generous? Yeah, I saw that on the news. I don't remember when was it, but I was, oh, okay. Yeah, she's actually a really kind person. And uh, Rowling was one of the richest people in the world in 2011. But since then, her fortunes have decreased to such an extent that she is no longer a billionaire. Forbes magazine said that Rowling's decline in fortune was mostly linked to her charitable giving, which has drastically lowered her bank balance. Lots of people would be sad <laughs> to lose their billionaire status, but Rowling didn't regret her decisions. In fact, she is very proud of her choices and she said, You have a moral responsibility when you have been given far more than you need. 
to do wise things with it and give intelligently. Her words are inspirational and many people have a newfound respect for the extremely talented writer to opposite <laughs> thing. Uh, she is one of the very few celebrities actually who can actually relate to people who are struggling financially as she was once in a similar position. Before Harry Potter was published, the author was on benefits and struggling to make ends meet. During this time, she also went through heartbreak and divorce, but she continued to put effort into achieving her dreams. At one point, I think you maybe know about this um, occasion because it's really kind of famous uh, story that she was even written Harry Potter on on free napkins in cafes. So in the end, her determination paid off and she quickly went from being an unemployed single mom to being the first billionaire author of all time. And uh, this might have influenced her decision to give an uh, astounding amount of money to various charities. Forbes estimated that the Harry Potter mastermind has given away $160 million to charity so far. <laughs> That's impressive. Her main beneficiaries are charities that help single parent families. They offer free childcare facilities and they help single parents to find employment or enter education. She also gives uh, to other charities that are linked to children's welfare, illiteracy, and poverty. She has also written three books, actually, for charity. I didn't know it. So that's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Tales of Beedle the Bard, and Quidditch Through the Ages. These books alone have raised almost $30 million for various charities, which is, again, pretty impressive. And, uh, yes, because of her charity work, Rowling is now a millionaire instead of billionaire. She may no longer be on the Forbes list, but her generosity has changed the lives of thousands of people, uh, which many people would agree is uh, far more important. So she truly is an inspiration for many people. And yes, this is like another side of her image, of her personality. Yeah, I think now we can judge by ourselves with all the information that we have, what we think about her. But I think in general, if we really, really try to understand what she meant by her tweet, for example, and mm -hmm. look at all the work she have done, we can only be impressed. But that's not all. I have a last thing uh, which can maybe turn down, put down a little bit her image again. Mm -hmm. Because, um, well, it it's happening for a lot of famous books that uh, some people are saying, oh, okay, this book is very, very famous, but maybe she, she or the writer had copied mm -hmm. some ideas. Mm -hmm. And for Harry Potter, it's the same. 
But there, so there are several books which have been said to be similar, but one in particular is very similar. Okay. And one video on YouTube, a uh, French video, so unfortunately... <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately for us, yeah. non-French speakers. <laughs> but maybe with subtitles in English, I don't know. But he's explaining very well the similarities. Uh-huh. And uh, so this book is Grusham Grunge by Anthony Horo- Horowitz. Um, for those who know, Anthony, Anthony Horowitz is now also famous a bit because he wrote the series uh, Alex Rider. And it's a famous series also. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has written before this book. And we can learn that this book, not Harry Potter, but this one, in the plot, uh, it's that a young boy has a hateful family. Mm-hmm. And one day he will receive a letter to go studying in a castle. Okay. He is going to this school by train. And okay. it's in this train that he will meet another boy and a girl who will become his friends for the rest of the story. <laughs> so it's the beginning of what, yeah. If I should say just that, you can say, oh, it's it Harry Potter. It sounds really f- familiar, yes. Yeah, but that's not all. When they get, get out of the train, they need to take a boat to go to the castle. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just common thing in the UK. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, and then to go to their dormitory, they need to go up in the tower. And in the way, they can see paintings of directors of the school. And these paintings are speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the same book, Grosham Grunge, we can also find a werewolf teacher, a system of points to see the better students, and a goblet, a cup, some sort of growl which is the award at the end of the year for the best students. So is it also magic school? Yes, from I, I didn't read the book, but from what I understood, uh-huh. it's, uh, well, the people, the students at the beginning, the main character, didn't know about the magic in the school. Mm-hmm. But then he will discover that, yeah, it's not that normal. Okay. So yeah, there is magic also. Um We can also find a rival of David. So David is the main character of this book, Mm -hmm. who is blonde, like Draco Malfoy. And one Mm -hmm. last thing. Uh, One day during an accident, the aunt of David will swell like a balloon, exactly like in the beginning of the book three of Harry Potter. Because accident also is Harry who will... His aunt also Uh will... So, yeah... (laughs) And lastly, I find out that we can also find the character's name of Percy and Ron in Horowitz's book. Oh, really? But so maybe it's also common uh, Britain names. Maybe. <laughs> but, but yeah, but there are not only similarities, mm-hmm. there are also some little differences. The students to access the railway station do not need to go through a wall in platform nine three quarters like in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but they still need to run into a mirror very fast. Okay. So it's, yeah. But if we say only that, we can say, oh my God, it's not possible. It's the same. But the story is, of course, not the same. And the thing is, this book was released in 1988 or nine years before the release of the first Harry Potter. And furthermore, J.K. Rowling has always said that she had the idea of Harry Potter in 1990. Mm-hmm. So it means that she had two years to <laughs> read the book of Anthony Horowitz. Okay. So Th- that's interesting. Now I'm curious <laughs> to read it. <laughs> yeah. 
And so after all this, when this was discovered, we can say that some of the fans of Harry Potter were internally destroyed by this. Mm -hmm. And one reader even threatened J.K. Rowling on Twitter to burn all her books after this news. And Rowling answered in Twitter, Well, the fumes from the DVDs might be toxic, and I've still got your money, so by all means, borrow my lighter. <laughs> so, yeah, she, it was quite uh, with a sour tongue that mm. she said that. But the fact for me is that still Harry Potter is a big success, mm -hmm. and that maybe even without it, the book of Horowitz wouldn't be that famous or as famous as Harry Potter now. Yeah, I mean, even, for example, if she stole it, I mean the plot. Okay, not plot, actually, some details. Yeah. But it uh, doesn't make Harry Potter books worse. I mean, because, for example, these uh, books of uh, Anthony Horowitz didn't become, like, so famous. Still, he, you know, like, had time. <laughs> yeah, but I think afterwards, uh, so Anthony Horowitz said that uh, I think he stopped the his theory of this book mm -hmm. because he said that uh, his theory will always be in the shadow of Harry Potter. Okay, but it was written before. Earlier. Yeah, before. So how it's possible? Is it, it couldn't be in the shadow from I don't know, the maybe beginning. he took longer to... To continue? To continue, okay. or the book was, was just not famous, and then when this was But discovered... But you know, also really controversial uh, topic, to stop writing the book and to explain it like, oh, you know, it's, it's pointless now because uh, she stole my, I don't know, plot, and now my books forever will be in the shadow. But it's not... It, It sounds a bit, you know, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, you can understand. But the fact is also that um, he never really complained about ah, this. Okay, okay. I thought he, I don't know, uh, couldn't admit <laughs> he's not so... No, no, no. <laughs> like he, he was quite, uh, from what I understood, he was quite, uh, okay, it's like this. Uh -huh, And also, okay, yeah, okay. The, the Harry Potter books open a new world of uh, gender literacy. Mm -hmm. Because uh, the books like Harry Potter were not really famous before. Mm -hmm, And so true. even if it's not at all the same subject, the other books that later became famous of Anthony Horowitz mm -hmm. maybe get famous because of uh, new ways of new gender literacy that mm -hmm. we can find now. So, yeah, he became also famous later. So at the end, nobody was really hurt. Okay, yeah, I hope so. I hope. But... I don't know. Sometimes I think also there are a lot of kind of the same issues, uh, for example, I don't know, in field of musicians. Every time somebody blames somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. In, I don't know, stealing some uh, music or lyrics or something. But I think we are just maybe sometimes think actually in the same way so we uh, it's uh, it's possible that, that for example two people can get the same ideas at the same time it it could happen in my opinion yeah and at the end the only thing that uh, 
matter is uh, how you write the book, the the way, because everyone is writing in the different way. Yeah, so even if true. you have the same ideas, it will not be the same, really the same story. Yes. And like the main plot is uh, anyway different, right? Yes. So just some details are yeah. the same. But okay, okay. Of course, I want to protect uh, my <laughs> childhood. So <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I think the same because everyone knows that you cannot imagine everything in a book because even unintentionally you take some inspiration from other books yeah, or articles sure. or even facts or in your life that you yeah. live even sometimes by chance maybe because yeah. for example you even don't think about this uh, for example that you met these uh, I don't know names or some details in some books but somehow these ideas uh, are already in your mind so somehow you I don't know digest them Yeah, so yeah, for me at the end, well, she maybe took some ideas from there or not. Because the only thing that maybe we can say about J.K. Rowling mm -hmm. is that she never admits, maybe it's not true also, so we don't know, but that she takes some inspiration from this book because she always said that she had this idea on a train. Mm -hmm. So maybe, but either way, for me, she at the end, she had this idea, she assembled all this and she wrote a lot of very good books mm -hmm. and so that's her, her job that's yeah. what she do, have done so that's really good she also has done uh, a lot of good things despite her job i mean despite uh, writing books because also we have already discussed her charity work but Also, for example, Rowling was helping during a tough time of pandemic and she has donated one million pounds. So it's about one million one hundred seventeen thousand euros. So actually <laughs> really a lot of money. Uh, she has donated them to help homeless people and those affected by domestic abuse during the coronavirus pandemic. Even during this tough time, she she did something good. And announcing the financial contribution, which was split between the crisis and refugee charities, Rowling said the money would go towards helping some of those hit hardest by the outbreak and the impact of the lockdown. In a tweet announcing uh, the donation, uh, she wrote, Today's the 22nd anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts. But I'm going to be honest and say that it feels inappropriate to talk about fictional deaths today. Too many people are losing loved ones in the real world. So on this anniversary of a great wizarding victory, I'm thinking of the people who are out there doing their jobs to protect us and our way of life. I have three key workers in my Im immediate family and like all such relatives, I'm torn between pride and anxiety. As ever in a crisis of this sort, the poorest and most vulnerable are hit hardest. So in honor of the Battle of Hogwarts, I will be making a donation of one million pounds 
half of which will go to crisis, uh, who are helping the homeless during the pandemic, and half of which will go to refugee, because we know that domestic abuse has sadly increased hugely during the lockdown. Okay, so let's finish up. This was a very interesting gossip today, I think. Mm -hmm, And uh, I really enjoyed talking about this. Because, (laughs) again, it's your favorite book. (laughs) Yeah, also, but I'm also learning or relearning some Mm -hmm. things about her. And uh, it's more than just the books now. Yeah, I, for example, uh, didn't know about her charity work, for example. I just uh, never, you know, have been interested in her life. So, yeah, that's something new for me. Okay, so thank you for this program, Sena. Thank you for the discussion and the interesting, controversial, but anyway, interesting information. And see you in the next program. Yeah, listen to us every Tuesday on Mushtar FM or on any platform for podcasts online. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.